Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing well. The Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcast from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, we'll get to the Christian McCaffrey trade to the Niners with Randy Mueller. 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 Randy Mueller will join us at 25 after the hour. We already gave you our our NFL picks, our college picks, uh, which we gave yesterday on the pod. Uh, we gave both of our picks today, and then uh, you get further deep dive in the pod, the In the Bonus podcast. Uh, you, you heard from the update that J.K. Dobbins is going to be out four to six weeks. That really hurts the Ravens. Might, be, may, might make me want to change my pick, but I'm going to stick with it. Stick with the Ravens, a big favorite against the Browns, who can only run the football, and that's the one thing the Rams can stop. So uh, the, the Panthers were not tanking. Uh, okay. Maybe you were bad before. Now you got rid of two of your 
your your two best offensive players. I don't know how you can't expect to be good all of a sudden, but okay, whatever. Um, this happened. Did you guys see this? Camden McWright, football player, San Jose State, was killed when he was riding an electric scooter. He's 18 years old. He's a San Jose State football player. It's one of those things like if you go to a college campus, were you guys ever uh, scooter guys? Now everybody's e-bike guys as well. Scooter's still still popular. Um, but I, I remember, have I ever told you guys my my uh, rollerblade story? Jay Stu, have I ever told my rollerblade story? No. And for the record, I, I've never once done one of those motorized scooters. Not once. Um, why? Because the joke when you were a kid about what a scooter's and a certain type of woman have in common? Is that what happened? Oh, that's a great joke, by the way. It, but, it is um, a great joke. No, I just, I don't want to get on something <laughs> that goes fast and might kill me. Okay, so what is the, have you gotten on a bike? I mean, yeah, I could, I could do a bike, but yeah, the scooter well, people thing. People die in bike accidents. You're right. The scooter thing, though, to me is like, kind of like the internet was early on. It's like kind of unchecked unsupervised that, they just the put e, a bunch the of these e -bike, the e-bike is definitely unsupervised the e-bike yeah. is the dark web is it the is. dark web yeah the, yeah, the laws haven't yeah. caught up to these things no and I, don't, I just don't trust them yet no like i'll give a shout out up to super 73 i have a couple super 73s right and they have you can put in the unlimited mode they can go like i think like 35 38 miles an hour or something that's that's too fast because when i go 21 miles an hour on it that's the the standard right when i go 21 miles an hour on it i'm good it's cruising it's fast you could do damage if you're not paying attention and running to something we make them you know they got to wear their helmets uh when they ride it but i mean it's pretty pretty tame that that's reasonable 21 you start going in the 30s like it you're moving you're really really moving ramos you uh ever done the e-bike or the uh a or scooter, the, the scooter thing. No, I've never been a fan of like uh, skateboards or anything like that. I, I, I can't think, skateboard. I, yeah, I think it's just me being um, not very good at uh, balance. But the point I was going to make was, I think Jason actually had something on his. Was it your Instagram or was it Twitter, where he had yeah. someone on one of those e-bikes just not following <laughs> any of the rules of the road, just going through red lights and all this stuff, which I thought was kind of funny. It's on my Twitter, and it's actually a scooter. And this guy put like a four-cylinder engine in it, and he he's keeping up with with cars on the road. And then we all come to a stop sign, stoplight, and he goes right through the stoplight and <laughs> keeps going 40 miles an hour. Um. I've seen the I've seen the tweet. It's I, I look. I've been that guy a little bit, right? Like I I do the and this is probably the frustrating things about bike guys is bike guys want you to treat them like they're a car, and respect them like they're some other vehicle. On the other hand, they don't actually have they don't usually go by the exact same rules as a vehicle, right? Yes, they don't. Yes. They, they want it both ways. Yes. They want it both ways. And that's the thing about bike guy. I totally get it. Tom I want it both ways when I do the e bike thing. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Uh, I do try and stay out of the way. I try and stay in the bike lane, but there, occasionally I'll go like, I don't like the bike lane. I think it's too well traveled a street. I'll go up on the sidewalk. I don't care. The, Not, uh, my, my, you know, the best is on the freeway. And obviously those aren't scooters. Those are or maybe mopeds or motorcycles. When a motorcycle comes by the, 
the middle of the road because I guess they can't sit behind you. I guess they have to keep moving. And the car moves over so far to the left to get out of the way. And the, the motorcycle puts like their fingers up like, thanks a lot. Like, yeah, thank you, too. If I, if my car almost hits a median, I mean, I would say thank you to anybody who moves their car 10 feet to the left. So that, I mean, come on, man. I mean, you got a little bit of space there. If you can't get through, don't get mad at me about it. I've never understood that on the freeways. I know they got the right of way and we're supposed to look the, out the for weaving, them. The weaving in and out of the of the cars. It's just no. They're driving in the middle in that little space between where the where the the little white things are that you br- run over to get cross lanes. And I know you have to give motorcycles that little bit of space, right, so that t- it's not too tight. Right, but the cars who literally move over like into the into the uh, shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then the the motorcycle puts down his two fingers or her two fingers, showing like, "Hey, thanks a lot." Like, yeah, yeah you're welcome. I almost ran my car into the median. <laughs> well, well there better be you. a thank you. Well, you just pull over just a little bit. I it's, it's out of respect. I understand that, but I'm saying some people get so freaked out that they literally move their car to the median, like the shoulder, and it's like, I don't need to do that for a motorcyclist. I don't need to get my car that far over. I'm, I'll move over a little bit. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Ilo, um, have you, Ilo, do you have an e-bike? Have you, have you, or have you done the e-bike thing? Doug, does it seem like I would have an e-bike? It actually does. Your cord cutter feels like <laughs> touche. It it feels like you'd definitely be an e-bike guy. Good point, right? I touche. Think people do buy <clears throat> them and try to commute with them. That's that's the problem that they are trying to save money. And they want to replace their vehicle with this stuff. And they think they can get on the road and do the same thing that cars can. Right. Right. Correct. So so uh, go ahead, Ilo. You're obviously not one, based upon what you said. I, I This is obviously a completely separate anecdote than the tragedy that happened this morning in San Jose. But I would say about five years ago... I was a block off the UCLA campus in Westwood, a place that you're obviously very familiar with, Doug, and a UCLA football player, a big lineman, was on one of those electronic scooters, and he was doing exactly what you're talking about. I mean, he was brazenly weaving in and out of traffic, extraordinarily dangerous and it was so brazen that I actually went home I looked up his jersey number because he was wearing workout gear looked him up on the roster and he turned out to be like a last string lineman which was very odd and it was so brazen and dangerous that I actually was going to contact the UCLA athletic department and warn them good lord I I saw one of your guys doing this he's going to get hurt seriously injured or someone else is going to get hurt uh, if he keeps uh operating his, his electronic scooter uh, like that. So uh, w- when the tragedy got brought up this morning, it brought that incident back up to life with me. Yeah, he got hit by a school bus. Oosh. Yep. So it's, a, it's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Yeah, like it's 6.50 on... in the morning, yeah. Yeah, just hop on your, hop on your thing, go to, go to school. My, here's my, I'll, 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 I'll try and make you guys laugh at my expense at kind of liven, uh, liven it up. Uh, fast, uh, go back to 1997 and the rollerblade uh, fad was definitely in. And uh, did you guys ever have rollerblades? Anybody have rollerblades? No, no. Roller skates. I, were roller skates, baby. Either. Old school. Yeah, I, I, I would never have owned a pair. You owned a pair of roller skates? Oh, gosh, yes. You had your own roller skates? Oh, gosh, yes. I disdained the rollerblades. Did you have your own bowling ball, too? 
<laughs> Why do we have to go there? Why do we have to go there? Did you have your own bowling ball? No. Okay, I'm just wondering. It feels like one and the same a little bit there. Anyway, so I I, I got rollerblades because the idea was, hey, I'm going to Oklahoma. Okay. And it's flat there. Not big hills there, right? So the rollerblade thing is really hard to it's really hard to stop. That's basically you get it's not that hard to ride and have fun on it. It's really hard to stop. Um, and I had read where like it was really good for your ankles, your ankle strength, your calves and all the different muscles around there because of how you use your legs. And I remember wearing them the first time and I went to uh, I went to a buddy's house. and I took him. I was like, man, I feel so strong. And my groin was hurting. Right. You're thinking like because you're pushing off and like, man, this is going to be awesome. And so I decided to go ride to a uh, workout at 24 hour fitness to, to lift weights. And this is like three weeks before I'm going to go to school. And I just gotten these and I'm like, I'm so fired up. And I grew up in the city of Orange. Um, there was a little, a little hill on Chapman Avenue coming off of Esplanade near my mom, my parents' house. And you had to go down this hill. Well, there was like a liquor store to the, uh, in the shopping center to the left and nobody came in and out of that liquor store. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to do the hill over here, not near the main street. So that way if I have to, because remember they, they told you like if you can't stop, by getting to your heels, like just sit down. So I basically rode down on my butt and legs and then ended up cutting up my whole butt and legs and then saying, I can't do this. I, I, I can't ride rollerblades because I don't know how to stop. So the reason I never took rollerblades to college, I never rode them in college. I rode them like three times in my life was I couldn't stop. <laughs> and every time I tried to stop, I crashed. Yeah, that's a problem. It's a problem. Stopping is essential. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the code Gottlieb for a special offer when you sign up. That's code Gottlieb, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Did you guys see Giannis hitting jump shots last night? Like stepping into him, no hesitation. Look, I I started the year thinking we're going to have new blood as the NBA's MVP. You know, and so I looked and I'm like, ah, Jason Tatum, he's got a chance. You know, really talented scorer coming off a disappointing NBA Finals. He's kind of playing out of position now with Robert Williams not in the lineup. He's playing four, so he has a bit of a mismatch sometimes. I was like, hmm, Jason Tatum. I love the idea of Joel Embiid, but like Joel Embiid just gets tired and does weird stuff. You know, so I was like, eh, I don't know if that... And then Luca, Luca feels like the guy. I thought Kawhi Leonard could be, but they're not going to play him enough minutes. I think it's Luca and Jason Tatum. That's my, that's my best guess. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We got uh, Randy Mueller coming up. Uh, reminder, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio Tailgates Football Friday, presented by Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live cooking in the Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. You know, it was weird last night with the trade, because you're watching the football game, right? And you're, you're trying to process, and then you're like... I mean, look, DeAndre Hopkins obviously changes the Arizona Cardinals for the better. 
But do we actually think the Arizona Cardinals have any chance of reaching a Super Bowl? Jay Stu, you, do they have any chance of reaching a Super Bowl? The 49ers or Panthers? Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sorry. John just asked me. Uh, <laughs> uh, minus one means they're favored, right? Right Correct. as you're asking me the question. I still so, have that question, yeah. Doug. I right. apologize. Any, anyhow, uh, they have no chance. Nope. They're not going to get the Super Bowl. Sorry. Later. Hmm. Okay. Right. So you're watching that game last night, and, you know, look, if you had fantasy football implications on it, I get it. I get it. And it's an NFL game, and it's exciting, and, you know, there's some names on there, and the Saints used to be good and whatever. But the Saints aren't going to the playoffs. This is not a good Saints team, especially when you don't have Jameis, and he may be with Jameis, but, you know, Andy Dalton's not your answer. And then all of a sudden, the Niners make that move, and you're like, wow, that's actually, it's weird. It's way more interesting than the game itself. You know, one of the things that kind of goes underrated here is the reason it wasn't as big of a trade for the, wasn't as big a trade for the Niners as you would normally think was because the Niners have two compensatory third-round picks coming their way because they had minority coaches hired away. And you actually, you get, you get, you, you get some extra picks. Do you guys know that? Have you, have you guys seen that online? They have two third-round cons- compensatory picks. Those are from coaches that have left, not from players signing as free agents, the old traditional compensatory picks. It's a weird one, right? Weird loophole? I don't know. I just, I look at it and I'm like, man, makes a ton of sense for the Niners. You're not giving up all that much. Most of the freight has been paid by Carolina and it gives you a legit superstar running back for a team, for a style that loves to run the football. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, Ilo, uh, coming up in the pod, the pod only third hour, uh, we're going to do top 10 Halloween candies. Ooh, I'll download. I'll listen on my way home. Halloween candies. All right. Top 10 Halloween candies. There you go. Write that one down. We'll get that list going. We got them all ranked, ready to go. You want to contribute? At Gottlieb Show on Twitter, at Gottlieb Show on Instagram, and of course, the Doug Gottlieb Show fan page on Facebook. Gambler upcoming, but uh, I don't want to keep this guy waiting. He's spent 20 years in the NFL. I mean, excuse me, his entire professional life, really, in the NFL. He's been the general manager of. Uh, of the New Orleans Saints. Of course, you know, he spent time with the Dolphins, his former NFL executive of the year. He's the host of the Football GM Pod on The Athletic. He's Randy Mueller. He spent some time with us now on the Doug Gottlieb Show. R- Randy, let, let's start with the, with the McCaffrey deal. Um, what do you think of the trade? I'm not surprised they traded him. I think that the, the Panthers had been down the road the last couple of years of really not having success with him. So I think he's a good player, but his health has been a concern. I'm a little surprised, to be honest with you, that they got as much as they did. His cap number this year is, swallow. you can swallow it. I think the next couple of years it's a little bit problematic because it goes way up. I was surprised the 49ers gave up as much as they did to get him. Now, obviously, he's a good player. We all know that. He just hasn't been available much, and I think there's risk-reward there. So Carolina's rebuilding. 
they only had four draft picks when the week started. Now they've added five over the course of the last five days. i got to credit them. I think Scott Fitter is doing a really good job, and I think uh, at this time I understand it, and, and I think they're moving in a different direction. Hey, you hate giving good players a, a, an invitation out the door. It's hard to replace them, but in this case, I think in their situation, it makes some sense. It it. it... It makes some sense. I, the other part that I found interesting was the Niners. Did they really give up that much? Right, like the yes, they give up a second and a third and a and a fourth. Right, but they actually get two extra third round picks, compensatory picks for losing minority coaches. So this is kind of one of those. They had a couple extra draft picks that they weren't really planning on, and this allows them to go out and get a guy who, though he makes a lot of money, most of that money's already been paid out to him. From, from Carolina with the, with the contract? Well, I think this year it definitely has. They, they're going to come due on some, some cash next year and the year after. But you're right, and that's the way the league has set it up to where you get compensatory picks when you lose a minority like they did. And I think that's good for the league. Obviously, they've been sitting on these picks. They're in their back pocket, so they know they have that. So they're not going to com- be completely uh, void uh, of picks. I guess the interesting thing for me, Doug, is – and when I ask myself, and I don't know the answer to this, how many picks have they used on running backs the last four or five years? I mean, they have used two-thirds alone the last two drafts. They have traded up a couple times to get those thirds. Now they give up four more picks for Christian McCaffrey. They have swung and missed a bunch at running backs. So maybe they think this solves it. Um, time will tell. Like I said, he's a good player. It's a matter of how they use him and if he can stay healthy. Do you do you take anything from Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury getting into it a little bit on the sideline there, end of the first half? No, not really. I think that stuff happens a lot. I mean, frustrations. I think we, are, we none of us are lip readers, but we kind of got the drift. It, it was maybe a little too much noise in Kyler's ear. I understand that. I've been a quarterback. Sometimes I wouldn't look to the sidelines for the signal because I didn't want the noise. So he, he does it um, occasionally. And, I, hey, at least he showed a little emotion. I've always seen Kyler with kind of a disinterested look. So at least he's into it. I understand that you don't want to – I'm about the head coach like that, but hey, I'm I'm, I'm for it, and I think Cliff maybe had uh, waited a long time to get plays in more than once, and I think Kyler just had enough of it. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, what about Arizona? They've had kind of a disappointing start of the season, but they add New Hopkins. He gets the ball ten times, and it seemed to change them. But but does it does it make them a playoff team? Well, I think that's yet to be seen. They've just been so up and down, and we know how they've finished the last few years. So they've got to get some traction going here in the middle part of this season because they've started poorly. Um, Hopkins does make a difference. Without a doubt, you can't say that he's not a security blanket for Kyler because I think he is. And Kyler needs that. He needs him. He needs Ernst. He needs these guys that can work the middle of the field and get open and, and I should say be available even when they're not open. And Kyler can find that. He, I think there's some, some peace of mind when, when Hop is there. I don't know how the Robbie Anderson thing really helps him other than he's going to stretch the field some. Even if they don't throw him the ball, I think people have to be aware of him so their defense gets stretched. So they've gotten better over the last week or so for sure. We'll see if they can put any level of consistency together. I was a little disappointed in their defense last night. It's It's been one that they can kind of guarantee and hang their hat on. They've been pretty solid. But the last couple of weeks, they haven't been the same. So they've got to find a way to shore that up. Whether they're a playoff team, anything can happen in the NFC at this point. And I've said for years, if you're around 500 at Thanksgiving, you got a chance. 
And I think in the NFC, it's exactly that this year. Can the Packers be fixed? I mean, I, I was a, I was a buyer into the Packers, and then a couple stinkers in a row. And you hear Aaron Rodgers talk about the offense, basically longing for the West Coast offense days. Can, can this thing be fixed in time? Here's what I think about the Packers. I think it depends on who they play, Doug. I think it's matchups, and some of them are better suited uh, than others for them. Uh, I thought that this thing would get better for them until I watched the Jets film last week. And I'll be honest, the Jets kicked their butts. They got after them. They ran them around up front. Their Jets defensive front you know, just made, made, did whatever they wanted against the Packers front. That concerned me. I think they do need to get a veteran receiver at some point, somehow, before the trade deadline, November 1. i got to believe they're beating the bushes for that. But their defense has been shaky at best. They've kind of used some different schemes that maybe don't fit their personnel. So the answer to your question is, I don't know if it can be fixed. I think it may be a little longer term fixed than than everybody's used to. Aaron Rodgers is going to carry us. He's going to make us better, make them a little better. But it's not like he's playing great right now either. Uh, Blake Zappi came in and played really well for the Patriots, um, leading some to believe maybe he should be the guy. What do you think? Well, I think it's too early to say. I think he's he's really two and a half weeks in, but he's been awesome. I think if we have this conversation in two more weeks and he's still playing like this, I don't think Bill Belichick will bat an eye. I think he'll keep him in the game. I think he's he's given them an offense that has an identity now that we were questioning for the first month of the season and all through preseason. Hey, Joe Judge, uh, can he can he call an offense? You know, is, is Matt Patricia involved in this? Who's doing what? There was a lot of criticism, and that has died down the last couple of weeks with Bailey Zappi. So I can't believe that they would sit him now. I just think, you know, it's it's – You've got to play who's, 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 who's doing well, and I think Zappi has done well enough that I don't think Bill cares what he, any of us think. He's going to do what helps him win the game this week. What's missing with the Chargers? That's a good question. I think they seems like every year, Doug, we say the challenge, the challenge for them is they're good on paper, but they never play good all the time. So I can't really put my thumb on it. They're better on paper than they are on Sundays, and that's a bad feeling. I always think at some point the coach has to show his value on Sundays. I'm not sure that happens consistently for them. Their defense is, is more talented than they play. They've got to shore up some things that really are, are Brandon Staley's area of expertise, and that hasn't happened yet. So um, something missing for sure, whether it's consistency, whether it's a scheme that fits their players. It's hard. The criteria that you get players under doesn't always fit the scheme, and it seems to me like that's that's the first question I ask about the Chargers is do their players really fit the scheme that they're going to run? Yeah, they, they said last year they didn't defensively. Now they yep. do, but it has, not, it, it has not changed all that much dynamically. In the in the win, although they're four and two, but not against the strongest of, of competitions, and just an uneven start to to the season. Um, where do you think Sean Payton ends up next year? You know, that's a it's a great question, and and I think you almost have to determine it by the process of elimination. Okay. First, you have to start with a team that's willing to give a first round pick, so maybe someone that has multiple first round picks. You've got to start with that team being willing to pay a coach let's just say $10 million a year. And you've got to be willing to structure your front office and your football operations to the liking of Sean Payton. There's not a lot of teams, Doug, that are willing to do that. You've eliminated, I would say, 75% of the teams just because they don't want to pay that kind of price 
to get them and that money that comes with with uh, compensation. So I think it's a struggle. I really do. I don't think it's as easy as finding a home because he's a great coach, because I think he is. But there's some other things that have to be unpacked, and uh, I, I, I don't know where he's going to end up. I've heard some comments from those on the inside that say they don't know that this is the year for that to happen. It's got to start by you know, whoever wants him making a deal with Mickey Loomis and the Saints to give some compensation. I know that's not going to be done easy. It's probably going to be a first-round pick at some point. Yeah, I know it's really it's going to be fascinating because the second any coach is in trouble, they bring up Sean Payton, but you're like, yeah, there's yep. a lot more to it than just just, just Sean Payton. Um I'm I'm really, you know, I the Russell Wilson thing is just it's it's hard to watch at times because it's not one thing. It's not just his movements changed. He he scrambled yep. once to the right in the first half and made a nice throw, but he's not moving nearly as much. The ball isn't as lively. And then he's just missing guys, and yeah. their offensive line, because of injuries, isn't very good. So they're getting rid of it really, really quick. And he's throwing a ton of little dink and dunk screen passes. Um, yeah. What do you think of Russell Wilson? Like, scouts eye, GM's eye, they're stuck with him. I mean, there's no getting out of that contract. No what do you think of yeah. him? No doubt. They've paid him, and that's probably the biggest reason he's not in Seattle, because Seattle didn't really want any part of an extension like he got. I live in Seattle, so I've seen him a lot. Yeah. I think some of this... If but but, but let, me, let me just ask you real quick before you get into... I mean, are you surprised? What's what's your actual reaction by seeing him struggle this much? Are, did, are you surprised? you see it coming? I think he struggled the last year and a half. That's what I was going to say. Not to this level. I think this level has even surprised those of us that have watched him. The thing that bothers me most is it's kind of that disconnect, that faraway look. This guy just not the same guy. He, he looks like he doesn't believe in any play that's being called. He's almost scared half the time. It just doesn't look like him. It looks like an imposter has taken over his body. You know, what, what happened in Space Jam? They, they lost their mojo, right? He's lost yeah. his mojo completely. Yeah, happened in, uh, happened in um, um, uh, Austin Powers as well. Was that two yeah. or was that three? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Yep, that's what's happened. So I'm not surprised that he's not the Russell Wilson of five years ago because I don't think he was in Seattle the last couple of years. But I am surprised at the level that it's fallen to. And it's not all him. you got a first-year head coach. you got offense personnel that really wasn't as good as everybody thought it was to start with. So there's, there's an organization involved with this whole uh, debacle to this point for sure. Randy Mueller is our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, uh, he was, uh, he's been a general manager, a, executive of the year in, in the league, and he just gives us incredible, incredible insight. Um, okay, l- let's, let's go to, uh, to, the, to the Ravens. Um, they got more injuries. Now, all of a sudden, J.K. Dobbins is going to have his knee cleaned up. This is coming off an ACL injury. And then, of course, still looming – is that Lamar Jackson contract? Uh, what, what do you think of how, how do you handle that if you're in the front office in Baltimore? Seeing as you know, when you last talked, you offered him a ton of money. He wants the Deshaun Watson deal, and that's that. What do you do if you're in Baltimore? I don't think the value of Lamar Jackson to the Ravens is going to change one iota, Doug. I don't think it matters if he really plays bad or if he plays good. Either way, they've put a value on what they think they can offer and what they want to sign him for. So I don't think it's a week-to-week thing where all of a sudden he plays great and you say, well, we got to pay him more or we got can't pay him that when he struggles. I don't think that matters. 
I think the biggest thing for them is they've got to find some consistency as a football team. I don't think it's because of the contract. I really don't. I think his problems are he's got to play better in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's obviously that you can't throw interceptions and fumble the ball like he did last week, and he's just got to take more care of the ball. He's just been careless in, in inopportune times. So I don't think the front office is going to change. If, if Lamar wants the fully guaranteed deal, I don't think he's going to get it. I just don't think the Ravens will ever acquiesce to that. They're a really strong organization when it comes to how they structure contracts and what kind of club precedent that they set. I don't think it's going to change. So if that's important to him, I think you'll see them tag him for a couple years here, and then they'll probably have to look for options. Randy Mueller, he joins us every week, and he gives us amazing insight. If you want more of it, download his Football GM podcast on The Athletic. Of course, former NFL Executive of the Year, and he joins us right here on The Doug Gottlieb Show. Randy, have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Thanks, Doug. You too. Be sure to catch the live edition of The Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. 
like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Get your singing voices ready, buddy. Let's get to the gambler. Every Friday we give you one pick One pick that could save your life Or your life savings Then we sing The great uh, Saloon songs of all time Right Awesome karaoke song as well It's one of those songs that you gotta You gotta teach your kids right Like look David Allen Coe You never even call me by my name Right like that's that's a big one um, if you're, if you're raising you know, young ladies, girls just want to have fun, but this is one you gotta, you gotta know for karaoke. Gotta okay. Ramos, you got a pick for me? I do. I'm going to start with a real, some bad news first, Doug. And that is the last two times that the New York Jets have gone to Denver, they've been outscored 49 to zero. Yeah, that's bad. Okay, that's not not good. However, however, those aren't the Denver Broncos that are playing this <laughs> This weekend. So it's a one. John Elway's not walking through that door. He's not, as Jason Stewart would say. Peyton Manning's not walking through that door. Terrell Davis is not walking through that door. It's only a one point uh, favor of the Denver Broncos at home. I don't like it. The Jets, they've won their last three games. They haven't turned the ball over in their last two games. And I just, I think that the Jets have got something going now. Elijah Moore is not going to play. He's he's in the poo poo house. But that doesn't matter. I like the, the poo poo house. Yeah. <laughs> what is this poo poo house? The Jets will win this game, and if you want to get really crazy, I'll take the yeah. Jets. Right. If you want to just gamble a little bit more, yeah. I I like the yeah. under. Right now it's thirty seven, thirty eight. I know it's low, but these two teams is going to be tough to score. We got to get to the press. I know we, we do. Got so the Jets and the under. Jets and the under. Okay. Okay. Um, Isaac. Well, since Ramos took all my time, uh, <laughs> college football, Oregon is six and a half point favorite over UCLA. I'm actually taking UCLA to win outright. U-C-L-A. Do you know how to do the eight clap? Can you do the eight clap? Brian Finley would be very happy with you with the, with the eight clap. Okay. 
Um, you got UCLA. All right, Jay Stu, what do you got? I'm kind of frustrated, actually. So uh, you guys, Ramos stole my shtick, and then Isaac stole my pick. So <laughs> I thought uh, you had the Jay Stu team parlay. Yeah, good my, rhyming, by the way. In my uh, Jay Stu team parlay, Jay Stu oh. team parlay. I want UCLA is getting the points in Eugene. Uh, me- message for an Oregon fan: Achilles Smith is not walking through that door. Message to Oregon fan: Yep, Achilles Smith's not walking through that door, Oregon. So UCLA, Achilles Smith. That's true. Um, but in order for there to be a Jays two-team parlay, you need a second team, and it's yeah. LSU tomorrow. The Tigers at home against Ole Miss. LSU against UCLA. Only U's and L's in my parlay. U's and L's. Um, all right, I got one for you. The Nets looked bad in their first game, didn't they? Couldn't stop anybody. Couldn't 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 stop a cold. Meanwhile, Toronto kind of sneakily went and they beat Cleveland in their opener. And Cleveland's good. Right? You know who else is good? Toronto's good. Toronto's a road dog in Brooklyn against the Nets. Okay? Give me the Raptors and I get two and a half points, but take the money line. On the wraps tonight. That's the pick. Let's sing it. No, no when, when to fold them. Fold them. No, no when, when to walk, to walk away. away. No, no when, when to run. Come on, Isaac. I can't hear you. Your, your money. money. When you're when sitting, sitting at the table. Time, time enough for counting. When the when deal is done. done. Here's the press. The press. We got Isaac. Doug, in the wake of the trade between the 49ers and Carolina Panthers, TMZ has posted an item entitled, Who Would You Rather? Dot, dot, dot. Jimmy Garoppolo or Christian McCaffrey? Dot, dot, dot. I presume meaning, who would you rather have coffee and conversation with? Now, before I give you the results, I want you to guess uh, who's the winner of this poll. Give me a per- percentage. Uh, Garoppolo or Christian McCaffrey? Who would Christian you rather? McCaffrey. Really? Okay, give me a percentage. Mm. How long has the poll been up? Uh, let's see. The poll has been up uh, s- for three and a half hours. Mm, I'm going to say it's like 60-40. 60-40, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Now, in order to view the results of the vote, I actually have to submit a vote myself. Uh, I'm just going to vote for Jimmy G. All right. 7,300 total votes over the last three and a half hours. Okay. Christian McCaffrey, 31%. Jimmy Garoppolo, 69%. So it's Garoppolo in a landslide. 69, dude. What do you got? What else? (laughs) On to the NBA, sort of. Kevin Durant and business partner Rich Kleiman have announced the purchase of an expansion franchise in Major League... Pickleball. No word yet on where the team will be based or what it will be called. I feel like pickleball, the biggest announcement we're going to have at pickleball is the announcement that there's pickleball teams. And then it'll be like that e-gaming thing where it's like, I know they have e-games and I know people are into it, but we never. Yeah. Should be. It's done. Should be announced. I have some uh, ideas for uh, Kevin Durant. How about the Toronto Trade Demanders? How about mm. the Columbus Complainers? Just mm. wow. the, De- the, the Denver Dills? Pickle- <laughs> All right. 
Anyway, all right, and our final item, the Houston Astros have pushed back right-handed starter Lance McCullers a day after he sustained a small cut on his right elbow from a thrown champagne bottle while celebrating the Astros' division series victory over the weekend. Instead of starting game three against the Yankees, he will start game four. McCullers saying, some guy was kind of coming back behind me and the bottle just happened to kind of hit the back inside a part of my elbow as the people were passing by. It wasn't like we were getting wild. It just happened to hit me in the right spot. Right. Right. I mean, the worst ever was uh, who was the who was the angel who tore up his knee? Home run hitter was Morales. Kendrick Morales tore up his knee celebrating stepping on home plate. Of course, that's the Angels. The press, and that's baseball too. That's that's the other thing. That's that's. Uh, that's baseball. Um, all right, next hour on the pod. Stop if you heard this before, but the Lakers can't shoot. But I, I will, we'll talk about what 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 happened. I mean, geez, they they can't shoot at all. Uh, that's just crazy. They can't shoot. Plus, we got uh, our college picks, which are up. You heard the five for five. Our pro picks with Bill Krakenberger coming up. He's a professional gambler. Tune in the podcast. It's called In the Bonus. Next, the Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.